You're listening to Triple Radio on the Fat Gatsby Network. Which is uh yeah, I even got the I even got the, the intro cart music queued up and everything. It just played us on. The music just played oh, us sweet. on. Yeah, oh. I know. So this is it. This is the podcast. Here we go. I haven't happened. listened to that music in years. I assume it's good. It, <laughs> <laughs> it is the music. It is the bespoke music that I wrote for our podcast. That is, although it's it's not the triple radio theme. It's just the general Fat Gatsby theme. That's what I've been wow. using lately. Yeah. Um, it's a good tune. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you know, more of a, a signifier. You know, the triple radio theme was it, it was Chrono Trigger. It was it, it was a yeah. Chrono Trigger. Uh, well, it's like uh, you needed different themes back when we had more than one show that we ran. Right, and exactly. <laughs> now that it's, that's not a thing. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next week, I will use the Friends of Wee's theme song. All right. <laughs> I'll just confuse people. All yeah. right. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Triple Radio. We're back. Hey. Slipping it in just before the end of the month, which mm-hmm. means it's going to be posted. Uh, it's going to be July 1 when it's actually, <laughs> well, when I'm making social media posts anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, that means the people will get a twofer in July. Now yeah. that I've said it, you can hold us to it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. we'll see. We're t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're not going to slip. We're not going to let it slip again into August. I mean... What if we, if we just let it slip a couple days by the end of the year and we'll only have made 11 of these instead of 12? Will they want their money we'll back? we'll be back off track just like we wanted to be. <laughs> I mean, it's really up to you and your kooky summer schedule, Dave. If, oh, uh, my God. Take, let's, let's face it. You're, you're the man that has yep. plans. You're not I the know. man with a plan. You're a man no. who's part of plans. Part well, of the plan. I'll tell you man. what, I did I did feel like my wife went and kind of like made really scheduled us in our summer and the kids are doing summer camps and, and, and things. But but it turns out I am really the busy one. Like I have not seen them all week because I'm the one that's had to that's had to work. In fact, I yeah, I, I had to drive yeah. to Lockport last night um, uh-huh. because. <laughs> Tuesday was it just Tuesday just a couple of days ago maybe it was Monday night late Monday night someone saw me post on Facebook that I had performed my little brother's wedding ceremony um yeah yeah, since we last spoke I performed my own little brother's wedding ceremony I got ordained over the internet and everything so I could perform the ceremony I made a post or two about it and someone saw it and said hey uh, I don't know if this is something you do a lot, but like my wife's friends are getting married this Friday and their officiant just got sick and can't make it. And are you free? So like <laughs> I drove, I drove out to Lockport last night, hour and a half, met them, met the brides, pair of brides and, uh, uh you know, walked through the ceremony with them and I'm going to marry them tomorrow. <laughs> So I guess this is just a thing that I do now. Full you got listen to awesome. my repertoire. Yeah. Oh, so you're gonna be out here again tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be in Lockport. I tell you, from 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 That's where I am to Lockport, to Lockport is like I don't take the throughway. It's it's a one lane road behind lots of slow moving vehicles. So it's 
It's a nice, frustrating country drive. You do the old up and over. Yo, now, what is that? Is that, yeah, is that a golf term? No. Maybe? I don't know. The old old up and over? For those not intimately familiar with Western New York geography, Lockport is to the north and east of Buffalo. Ah. Known as world famous locks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's the old up and over, up and over the city. And basically the limit of like, oh, that thing is in Lockport. I don't know if I'm going to go there. That's, <laughs> that's, that's that is a bridge too far. Like, hey, they got the, the drive-ins up there. The drive? Uh, I, I drive past the drive-in. Yeah. There is a uh, a gymnastics gym that me and the Capoeira fellows used to go to to do flips and shit. Yeah, not anymore because uh, it's in fucking Lockport. There is a um, – we drove up there. We would do it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, and there was a monster truck show this weekend, which my child has been on again, off again, interested in going to. Uh, <laughs> he's currently off, which which might mean that we're just not going at this point, which is fine. Because I how does he discover things like that? Do you, is he watching this on the local television? Is that well? No, in this instance, they seed uh, tickets with the local schools. I oh. believe is what it was like because because kids get in free with the purchase of an adult ticket. So that's <laughs> how. Getcha. Um, right, he's in school. Yes, he is in school. He is <laughs> school. In a, the school. It, well, it's like how he came home one day with like, a, they had like a flyer because there was like an after school Taekwondo thing. He's like, Dad, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm like, no, dude, we're, we're going to go teach you some real martial arts. Um, that's that's not a shot at Taekwondo so much as the shot at the school. That uh, It's a whole yeah. thing around no, sure. here that. It, it did seem like you punched him in the face at that point. Yeah. No, no, no. I, hey, hey, I, we just got back from him going to karate class and him having a grand old time. Uh, <laughs> sweating his ass off. Oh. So. More opportunities than we had. I asked for karate and sodas. I yeah. didn't get karate. <laughs> there was. That's because there was no karate. No, of course not. Sodas. Why would they? <laughs> I know. I just. Yeah. I was. was it, yeah. That, yeah. It's just like here in Buffalo. In a city, it's like you got all manner of activities for a child to do. Whatever the hell you want to do, kid, it's somewhere. It's just how far do I feel like driving? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the items vying for children's attention is. Uh, oh, it's insane. Yeah. Um, it's like he did Ninja Warrior stuff. And I'm like, oh, what a cool, unique thing that's not around. Except there's I keep discovering more and more of them around. <laughs> that my friends, children are going to. And now I'm like, OK, there's like five or six of these things in Buffalo area. Well, I guess that's. Plenty and like every martial art you could want and sports going year round. And hey, do you want to learn to be a pro wrestler? Because you can just do that now. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Who's not running as a child, that? No, oh, yeah. oh, oh, they're not. Okay. They're not grooming them from childhood to. Uh, they're not pulling them away from their families, dedicating no, them no, to a no. life of no. lucha. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually they, they, they might start. I don't know about the one locally, but they, you know, generally. You don't start training wrestling until you're like in your teens and you know, yeah. Um, and so. Perhaps that's why they fail. Maybe they're not doing it. Maybe they should, you know, maybe it's time to start just, you know, no attachments, the Jedi code. Well, basically. yeah, I don't know. I think they're doing fine. I mean, they're like, if you say <laughs> so, the, the lead graduate of Grapplers Anonymous was in a blood and guts match in the main event of AEW Dynamite last night. So that's cool. 
Oh, was that the person I didn't really know as well? <laughs> that was a very Who's smug that? shrug. <laughs> Who's that? The one I don't know the name of. I don't know. Well, who, you know <laughs> name off the other 11 participants. that you, uh, Daniel Garcia is the one who's from Buffalo. Oh. He was the one who was wearing oh, a red do-rag instead of a, instead of a hat on Jericho's team. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I'm just getting to learn Claudio, but... Yes. Yeah, Claudio rules. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. He made that known immediately. <laughs> Claudio, very good wrestler. There you go. All right, so yeah. All right. We're here. It's been right. another month. Last time we were recording, it was like after like a week or so of horrible happenings in the world. And uh, let's and just see. Stopped, Since then, so. everything's been fine. <laughs> things kind of were fine until the last week in which oh. things were horrible. Wow. Hey, Dave, how is it? a father of two daughters uh, in the past week. You know, honestly, uh, in in all seriousness, um, I had a friend ask me about, a female friend asked me about that uh, just the other day, and and I said, really, like, it helped me to have a smart, thoughtful, curious 10-year-old to have to explain this to. It, It helped Jan and I, because for... You know, the for the 24 hours before the news finally penetrated to our, our child, we were just, it was this endless, unhelpful, useless circle of us looking at each other and asking questions that have no answers. Questions like, how could they do this? And what about what they said under oath during their hearings? And just, you know, like, you know, preaching to each other's choirs, basically, and not getting mm-hmm. anywhere. So the fact that we had to just basically whittle it down to for the sake of our child to explain to her, whittle it down to this is where we were. This is what happened. And this is where we go from here. Kind of helped settle us down mm-hmm. if anything. So, yeah. so, well, you had to say, this is where we're going. I, well, I feel like that seems like the, or this is what we need to do rather. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes. Actionable items. Yes. It helped us crystallize what is actionable for us right now in order to ensure that this is not the world you will grow up in. Yeah. So it's, it's that whole lack of control in general that right. makes this, I mean, anything, but especially yeah. this week. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Mean, and for mm-hmm. us, you know, um, Mr. Texas, we, uh, I'm not going to call you Mr. <laughs> Texas. That sounds, feels, <laughs> feels like a pejorative. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I think don't more mean it that people way. like me than the elected officials. Is <laughs> I, but I say, yeah, we could say that. It, we can laugh about that in a small circle, but who's getting the votes? <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, that's why here in New York, it feels like, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, we've we've already got the people that we've got who are ostensibly on the right side. And yet, like, you know, come on, Chuck, do fucking something. Um, right. Like you you have the frustrating, uh, you know, not fighting the evil while we have the evil. Side, yes. Yeah. Kind of it's I mean, it is literally. I mean, like you joke in an election about like moving, but like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are actively, yeah. you know, look, I mean, I'm looking at this like it yeah. feels it feels dangerous for anyone not cis white. Right. And I mean, like for everybody, especially after, uh, you know, guns, uh, all of that shit. But yeah. like it's. It's dicey. <laughs> it's just, it's just wild, like, with everything going on, seeing, like, Texas just continue to double down 
like and Florida, like well, oh, is that okay? We'll just double down. Okay, we'll just double down again. We'll just keep. That, yeah. That's that's the strategy right now. Like it's not just going to be like them. I'm sure Pappy can talk about Oklahoma mm-hmm. oh, too, yeah. but it's just like, oh, this is where it's going. O- okay. <laughs> Speaking of people that are moving, uh, <laughs> is Pappy? Or? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh great. Good for them. Good yeah. for them. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, somebody else in Texas who's moving out of Texas too. Uh, Makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it's just like you know, and, and just this whole week just with just like one Supreme Court banger after another, yeah. leading up today's to today's. Well, we're just going to retract like power from an executive department because mm-hmm. you know, wave of the hand, like we can find a reason to do anything we want to do, and like hoping that you know, I'll be able to look at this historical moment as like, well, this is where, like, hoping that this is where like the deep end is. This is where we went off and people went like, oh, we have to, there has to be a yeah. massive upheaval to change things like this. Hopefully this is the straw. Yeah. This is the galvanizing the event that, and there, yeah. it'll be like, you know, you'll read in the history books. It's like, well, you know, this happened and this happened and these justices got put yeah. into place and then everyone decided there needed to be a massive overhaul of government. Uh, I hope that's where we are, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's that thing where like what many people have been saying that like social change always has that huge pushback, like kind of like one moment and like we've had so many of those but it feels i don't know like we've hit a wall if we're getting rid of uh i don't know any climate protections whatsoever yeah well, i guess it's just As when well. it's a week of you know like you were saying 654 at least maybe one or two <laughs> right there that you yeah. know the one where they uh uh i don't know strip native power in in oklahoma you know yeah. that one was a 54 yeah uh Jesus. But it's like when you see the same thing over and over and with like no variation, there's like no consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and knowing that it's going to happen again next year and possibly be uh, even worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like it's it because uh, I I can watch the hearings at work and like there is a genuine feeling of like validation at the least like seeing though seeing seeing republicans uh predominantly talking about it uh yeah the hard yeah. thing is having the optimism uh for what's going to happen after it but like it was building a lot of momentum and of course like this hit like right in the middle of it mm-hmm. which another kick of the stomach feels like so i don't know been a lot going on. Been a we'll lot see. Or, or, you know, this is the moment where the country completely tips into fascism and then falls apart. And, right. uh, you know, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. What empires? Plagues? Uh, it's horrific. But, hey, we got video games. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Video games, movies, and media. To... Well, it's Well, that's the thing is, like, when it's the worst, like, this is one of the best years for distractions all around. <laughs> Like, yeah, I need. I, I think it, <laughs> today it's just like oh, I just need to check out and, and do all of the fun things for the next uh, few days. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I don't know if this is an appropriate 
segue. I, I mean, it's, it's the best segue I have, I guess. But um, seeing the, uh, I, I, knowing that there was going to be a content warning on the premiere of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, oh. uh, and then watching that premiere, you know, that was mere days after uh, the Uvalde, Texas shootings mm-hmm. happened, and um, and that was. You know, obviously through no fault of the show, but boy, that that was hard to watch. That was a real tough thing to watch children in peril. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did Purging of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Order 66. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And, and, and it was the same thing on Stranger Things as well, to, to double no. segue. That also had uh, a content warning for uh, dead children. Um, unfortunate Actually, timing. Things I assumed, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, it, it's just it. Given <laughs> it I was like that. the Obi Wan show is a lot of children in peril, like very frequently. Hmm. Um, I mean, I it is Stranger the, Things, the is Star Wars school shooting is is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Stranger Kids is inherent. Stranger Kids, Stranger Things is inherently also kids in peril. Um, yeah, but yeah. not at the hands of. I guess at the hands of I don't know. I haven't watched Stranger Things in two seasons, so yeah, um, no, I stopped at the beginning of three. But yeah, but yeah, no, there there was yeah, it was it's I, it Order sixty six was harder to watch. I guess after that, having watched both of them in proximity, yeah. but uh, what was the tone? What what is the tone of Obi Wan? I guess is the question. Oh God, it is. Well, I I made a post to this effect. Uh, it, it is. <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I tried to make it everywhere. Uh, now that I'm on all the platforms, uh, I, I mean, in my opinion, the tone of Obi Wan is trauma. It is straight 100% trauma. Like it is dealing with trauma. It is. So want to be serious? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the for all of the criticism i wouldn't say the criticism that obi-wan has gotten is not justified it definitely has had uh uh issues but like overall i think it's a massive achievement in terms of recontextualizing uh the the fun the the, the popcorn children's movies that were the prequel trilogy and giving them these like real heavy emotional stakes in retrospect and also a lot of setting up a lot of events in in episode in, in a new hope that now have these really heavy emotional stakes in retrospect. They don't retcon anything. It just yeah. does, I think, a brilliant job of of reshading all the things that we already knew uh, and giving these characters a chance to have a much deeper psychological inner life than a movie can afford them. I don't blame the movies for being movies. I was going to say the movies can, the movies are not. They've had nine, <laughs> they've had nine uh, 11 canonical Star Wars movies. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I guess they could have. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, here we are. Honestly, I, I thought it was, yeah. I thought, I, I hope you get that. If obviously mm-hmm. I'm assuming you haven't had the chance to, to catch it, but I, yes. I highly, highly recommend it. Give it a shot. Just nothing about it sounds interesting to me whatsoever. Well, and so. that, again, well, because the valid criticism, and rightly so, is what else can be said about this character? Honestly, mm-hmm. I was not super looking forward to it either. 
Um, but it is less about saying something new about this character and simply giving someone who is very familiar to the mm-hmm. longtime fan base. Honest, like, <laughs> I this is going to sound cliche, but it's like, <laughs> you thought you knew Obi-Wan. But when you really <laughs> take his on-screen appearances and mm-hmm. break them down, what do we really know about him as a person? Well, that's... Uh... I, I, it's not metachlorians, but I think metachlorians is the far end of this, right? Where you over-explain something that, mm-hmm. you, that you don't feel needs explaining. Like, if you if you were to ask me as a kid who my favorite Star Wars character was, it easily would have been Obi-Wan. Okay. Like, I was always an Obi-Wan kid. Because mm-hmm. you're filling in those gaps in your mind. Like, I, it, it's kind of like us talking about, like, 8-bit sprites. Sure, right? sure, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, that trepidation absolutely makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, and I, I, I think this is definitely open to disagreement, I think they neatly sidestep that issue mm-hmm. by focusing on kind of this one period in his life. Okay. I think that I like says... it's. This is not the definitive... Yeah. Like, this show doesn't attempt to make... This is the definitive statement on Obi-Wan. Yeah. But by f- just framing this this one sort of time in his life, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to you know give too much of it away. But I I feel yeah. like it, it neatly yeah. sidesteps the issue yeah. that I that I can see mm-hmm. you're describing, and that okay. would totally make sense that that would be an issue for you. Mm-hmm. But I think it works around it super okay. elegantly. Nice. Uh, I, I I also really like the show. Um, you know, it's not, I wouldn't consider it the greatest Star Wars thing that ever happened, but I really enjoyed it. It's got plotting um, issues. and Yeah, and, and it has certainly, like, its merits and, and things that make it enjoyable and all are also kind of funky uh, at the same time. I, mm-hmm. I try to keep in mind that, like, Obi-Wan, the character, like, this isn't, like, a huge, like addition to his story it's really not like you have the 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 prequel movies but i something i've been trying to keep in mind recently as a star wars fan is that so much of like what is star wars for uh people today is built on the clone wars cartoon Mm -hmm. and rebels thereafter and there's a shitload of obi-wan in those shows yes that is true the the most (laughs) obi-wan really uh that Mm i yeah, I'm completely ignorant because I cannot get into those. Well, I haven't been able to get into Clone Wars. I've been trying. That show sucks. Um, well, <laughs> at least up front. I know everyone oh, it gets better. You got to watch these episodes and do this. I haven't gotten there yet. I might get around. I like the first season, but not enough to like keep going. It felt like yeah. like that thing where like it, it, with reboot, where I was just like, oh, this is ugly. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <I kept> pushing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. tough. But I know that that is a big thing for a lot of people uh, our age and also people that were like younger than us, that, like by about 10, 15 years that yes. grew up with the prequel trilogy and then just kind of rolled straight into Clone Wars. And it was just like, yeah, this is what Star Wars is to me. It's for us like we grew up like, you know, for what, 16 years being like, well, yeah, that original trilogy, that's it. That's all Star Wars. That's it. It's done. 
Um, well, I so. think what it also does really well is I was trying to put myself in the place of those people 10, 15 years younger than us who grew up with the prequel trilogy, continued following those adventures with Clone Wars over the years. Mm-hmm. And and now I feel like this show is meeting those people where they are at now. Like mm-hmm. this is it, it's probably very similar to Clone Wars in a lot of ways, but just at the right level of storytelling sophistication for someone who's about 30. Yeah, it might be more for them, you know, more directed at them than it is for us. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, e- but even then, I felt as someone yeah. who you know, grew up with the original trilogy, I love what it does for that story as well. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I enjoyed just, I just enjoy Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Like, he's yeah. very good at it. He's a fucking but, great actor. He's really good. But yeah, yeah. I, but I also, you know, like, it feels like, Anything they do with Darth Vader at this point is very touchy, you know, sure. Because it's yep. such an incredibly iconic character. Uh, but I, I, I evil power since the prequels, <laughs> really. Hmm? Anyway, what's that? Hmm? He just hasn't had any like, hasn't felt evil in 15, 20 years. Yeah, this point, yeah, since, yeah. Since so he, he's Bowser, basically. He's yeah, that's a good <laughs> analogy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, He's the, you know, a little bumbling sometimes in that original trilogy. Like you don't see much of like, you know, you're not, he is, mm-hmm. you know, you see him, he comes to life at the end of uh revenge of the Sith. And then you catch up with him, you know, 20, 30 years later when he has already been doing this shit, he has this reputation. All you really see him do is just like choke out people on his uh, bridge on a whim. Um, but I, you know, spoiler Darth Vader's in this show. Uh <laughs> That trailer but, got that one, so. Yeah. Uh, I I just really dug, like, seeing him in this, sh- you know, kind of, like, in his element, I guess, uh, yes. at that stage, I, I the that. character. Uh, and, you know, see, seeing, I, I uh, you know, you, you get a little bit of where he was and where he is going. Uh, like, you, you see, you know, Anakin in there and Darth Vader. Uh, and I really like that part of the show. Yeah. Um, yes. I thought that shit was very good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exactly what I wanted to see from a story about that involves Darth Vader at this yeah. point. I, yeah. I was not left disappointed by that at all. Yeah. And that he's terrifying and really fucking powerful. Yeah. Uh, it's great. <laughs> like he's clearly at a level above everyone else around him, even though they are also, you know, evil bastards or powerful in their own way. Like he is not to be fucked with. I, I, I guess, yeah, I mean, the show might very well do this, but the the one thing we haven't really seen is, like, him, what, you know, why did everyone let this guy be in charge? Which mm-hmm. I guess sounds like what this show is kind of doing. It's just like, oh, don't don't fuck with him. He's the strongest. Yeah, kind, kind of. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, it's cool. And, and also, of course, the show uh, peeled back another layer of the, the shittiest parts of the Star Wars fan base. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, one episode got out there and suddenly there was a problem with Reva. It's just her acting. It's not that she's black and a woman. Oh, uh, uh, I just I saw people defending her. I didn't see what the I assume the reason was racist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that's what oh, it is. Yes. It's just like. Yeah, like the Star Wars official Twitter and you and McGregor have to be out there being like, stop being fucking racists. Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, and I'm out here like, where were you like five years ago after Last Jedi came out? You know, yeah. like, 
a lot of the, the, the actors in that sequel trilogy got put through the internet ringer. Yeah. Uh, yep. um, y'all just kind of let it happen and then took Kelly Marie Tran basically out of the third movie because of it. So uh, <laughs> you did some enabling Star Wars. It's, um, I, I think like between because Disney Marvel owns everything anyways, but especially Star Wars is such a platform mm-hmm. like people see something in Star Wars and they just take it as, oh, this is in movies. This mm-hmm. is in this is just the biggest thing that you can do. So they have to make a big stink. Yeah. Sucks. What I think is, uh, I mean, just as to evidence how ridiculous this is, if I may, from whatever uh, professional opinion I have as someone in the acting field, um, Moses Ingram is given a much meatier role in this show than Kelly Marie Tran was in uh, Last Jedi. And she fucking nails it. She is a powerful actor. She of astounding depth and and ability. And I, I have some issues with the way that they ultimately write that character's arc. But what she's doing with this juicy role that she is given is wonderful. And anyone that somehow is attempting to couch their racism in terms of, well, it's no, it's just her acting is that is 100% bullshit. Like (laughs) that is the most easily identifiable bullshit because she's so clearly brilliant. Like, yeah, but people can uh, throw that one out as opinion just so easily. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's your opinion. She's a good actress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck uh, yeah. And the it, the other show with uh, trigger warnings, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which you guys didn't watch and, and haven't nah. watched uh, <laughs> or not caught up on, anyways. But man, is this season good. Yeah, uh, I know. I might, it's really making me want to return. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to watch three, but I'm very tempted to skip to four. You should watch three. I thought three was uh, good. Does Hopper get less toxic? Because that first episode was like, I'm never watching this. No, I don't remember. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah just, they just really switched his character. Yeah, oh, okay. let's do that. I, I, yeah, yes, that, that Hopper. Yeah, he, he gets better. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's What's right. his name, right? Yeah, I mean, the parents. Was, you know, I watched that season when it came out, which uh, yeah, it's pre-pandemic, so it might as well have been a lifetime ago. Oh, wow. um, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, like, the, what's up? Uh, No, continue your thought, and then I'll ask a question. My thought. uh, Yeah, I I mentioned last episode of this show that, like, wow, there are some long run times on those episodes. Um, Uh And they are. um, And they are not. It's a little weird, right? Like, not well paced? Well, there, see, there's about four uh, storylines going on. Um, There's, like, the the D story, what I would call the D storyline is, so, so, well, I guess, you know, at the end of, you know, season three, like Hopper has disappeared and uh, he's in fucking Russia. Uh, he, he's been he's been apprehended by the Russians. He is thought dead so that uh, he can film um, the, the Black, Widow. Black Widow movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, didn't that just pick up where Stranger Things left? Isn't <laughs> there? Uh, get, get him out. There's too many things going on. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, like Joyce and, and her kids and, uh, 11 had like moved out to California, like out of Hawkins. And then there's the kids in Hawkins, uh, you know, that are just left there. So, you know, there's kind of this, the D storyline is, uh, like Mike and I guess just Mike, no, Mike and 
yeah, Mike goes out to California to visit, and everything with Mike sucks. Uh, it's <laughs> just... I heard there were some storylines you could skip, which is a sentence in a show that's like four episodes that I'm going, hmm. <laughs> yes. No, that, that is, at least at this point, I mean, I guess we'll see where it goes in the, in the yeah. finale that comes out tomorrow, but like, yeah, the shit with, with Mike and Will uh, and his buddy in California was just the shits, just, just mm-hmm. totally useless stuff. Then I would say, like, the C storyline is the stuff with Hopper and getting him out of Russia and whatnot. And that eventually business picks up uh, kind of towards the end of that first part of the season. Uh, the early on, you know, there's some business picks up. He's yeah. going to start to see some more sales by the end of Q4. Well, it's it's coupled with, like, Joyce and uh, uh, whatever that conspiracy theory guy, like, getting oh, yeah. together to go out to Russia. and, and Brett Gellman, yes. Gellman's? Yeah. What's up? Brett Gellman, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, that's Brett Gellman. Uh, you know, <laughs> I forgot he was in there. Yeah, that stuff isn't the best. Then you have like the eleven storyline, which starts off, uh, you know, kind of aggravating. It gets better, you know, by the end. And then the stuff in the Haw- in Hawkins is like some of the best shit they've done in this show. Oh, okay. uh, that like, you know, that is the stuff of you know the kids and confronting the monster and unraveling that mystery and where like the horror of the show is. And that stuff is great. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street influence, I've heard. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just like in case that. you didn't get it, here's Robert England in a cameo role. Uh, <laughs> of course. Is he a janitor or a bus driver? Uh, <laughs> he, he's in prison. Uh, uh, okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, yeah, that, that stuff has been fantastic. Uh, so and, I, I genuinely might skip to this season, I think, at this point. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's worth in three, but it feels daunting when four feels like it has the money to it. Yeah. Is there a time think. jump, Tim, to accommodate for the aging up of these young men? Uh, not a big enough one. All right. All right. <laughs> Cause, That's cause fine. That is also weird because I, I was going back and like spacing out like the time that oh, has yeah. passed since like the first season. Because it's like after yeah. the first season, it's like six months and then it's like a year and this is like short, like. Uh, less than a year after the third season and like everyone is a foot taller. Yeah, uh, that's okay. That, it is, definitely... you know, kid actors. That's just, that just happens. You just got to not Toby Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's still definitely weird for, well, it's, it's weird because the, the older kids uh, have not aged, but all the, you know, oh, the, the younger kids right. have aged <laughs> the, yeah. the five younger kids. They, they aged and it is noticeable. Did you, uh, happy to see the trailer for Paper Girls? I like, did oh. see the trailer for Paper Girls. Hopeful. Uh, Always yeah. hopeful. Absolutely. I mean, that comic is fucking great. Yeah, Dave is lost. So Paper Girls is yeah. a uh, Brian K. Vaughn uh, comic that is a very cool sci-fi time-traveling, uh, with its roots in, in the 80s, like Stranger Things. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredibly Stranger Things. It came out, like, around the same time. It was just kind of in the ether. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure this show is going to come out and people are going to be like, this is like Stranger Things. And I'll just be like, ah, fucking whatever. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, of course it is. I mean, it's, yeah, they're, I, I, they're not, at, they're not hiding it. At least it's like all over the trailer too. It's just like, oh, you, you girls are from 1988 or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like it's the first thing that was like, oh, we're doing something from the 80s and hearkening to that stuff. But the Paper Girls is, gets more sci-fi than horror. So, that's that's what I'm excited for is like the trailer looks like 
pretty regular time travel stuff. And I'm like, oh, that one gets weird. Oh, yeah. I didn't get all of it. So <laughs> that's what I want to see. Oh, yeah. It gets it gets real weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone watch Ms. Marvel? I've no, watched I one it. episode of Ms. Marvel. I like it. Yeah, um, I like the first episode. Yeah. Um, it's it's weird because I I'm I'm watching it for a lot of the reasons that people used to say for like Marvel, where it's like, you know, I had issues with the movie, but I'm really into like the cast. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I love her performance. She can do pretty much like anything at mm-hmm. this point. And I'm, I'm super interested. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to catch up, but uh, yeah, it was a fun yeah stuff. So just Kenobi ended up taking priority when we did have time to watch things, mm-hmm. which was not that often. So yeah. yeah. I just want more people to watch it because it's one of those things where, you know, everybody eats up Marvel stuff, and for some reason they're not watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if I feel like nobody is talking about it, like people are talking about Kenobi, but not Ms. Marvel at all. <laughs> I think I heard a lot of good buzz around the first couple of episodes, and then it just kind of, I don't know, dropped off. I mean, they're the fourth one just went up, so it's it's. I think like there is a certain amount of people like to, you know watch everything in one sitting these days. So maybe people are waiting for the end of the season, but I mean, it was overshadowed by Kenobi. I feel like, cause that was already going and yeah. yeah. And there's, there is some Marvel fatigue. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, hoping this is the thing that might get my daughter interested in anything Marvel related. Maybe. I mean, is she interested in, I mean, it does a really good job. See, like looking at another culture. Yeah. I'll say that. yeah, like, like that is kind of the one of the big draws aside from comic booky stuff. It's also kind of why I want to show it to her because you know yeah. it's just another opportunity for mm-hmm. multicultural exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for us shot. white people. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the, the the first episode did a lot more uh, creative visual stuff. Like, I think. You know, budget limitations—they probably toned it down a little bit. As oh, well. that's a bummer. <laughs> spectacle for episode like one. The first one. What was that, Dave? A little spectacle for episode one. I mean, like it's—it's it's sprinkled. It still does a really good job of its visual storytelling, but mm-hmm. I think the first is just like, here's our showcase of what we want the show to be. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. a little bit, but it'll be back. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, excited to check it out. I did see uh, Lightyear with my kid. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's fine. Um, I mean, it's it, it, like this like, review I've heard. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not bad at all. I mean, it's it not looks painfully amazing. cynical. No. Uh, the, uh, I mean, like the animation and like the rendering is still just like freaking incredible. Um, but yeah, the, the, not to, not to bring social justice into yeah. this show again. <laughs> yeah. Was I, was, I heard there was kissing. Yeah, well, yeah, I talked about it. But yeah, so yeah, if you're somehow unaware, there is a a two ladies kiss. Buzz Lightyear's <laughs> friend is a lesbian. Oh, uh, my pearls. She marries a lady. Oh, <laughs> I Clutch the word. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, when when it came up in conversation with a uh, a. Uh, I, uh, uh, someone, at, someone at work who I am friendly with, but I know to be quite conservative, um, as much as she tries to hide it. But she was just like, you know, you know, she's like, you know, when your when your kid is watching that, does he like get it? Like, does he not understand? Like, is it is it confusing for him? And she's like, oh, I guess he's seven, so he must know now. And I'm just like, well, 
it's not weird for him because I never told him it should be weird. <laughs> like, that's, that's, I, that's, I love it, really. that like, sentence. Yeah. yeah that's, it's yeah. like, <laughs> but that, that's, that's really it. It's just, you know, what, what do I tell my kids about? Well, you don't make it weird to begin with. And then yeah. it's just not weird later. Cause you can tell a fucking three and four year old anything and they'll believe it. Like <laughs> the entire country is in on like a rolling yearly fucking lie about Santa Claus, you know, like everybody's in on it. Kids will believe fucking everything. You know what face I made when a boy and a girl kissed when I was seven? Ew. <laughs> like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Kissing in a movie. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, other than that, it's, yeah, it was definitely not Pixar's, like, most yeah. interesting effort by a long shot. How was uh, uh, Evan's swap for uh, Tim Allen? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. No, no, I, honestly, I that sounds like the, <laughs> a move for the better, in my opinion. Yeah, just some people got very up in arms about it, and they're like, "Oh, it's because Tim Allen's an outspoken conservative." They dumped him, and just like, "Well, yeah, I, it's because his performance has gotten that. progressively worse and more wooden in every single film." Yeah. Well, and also you have to like, like, there's so many people that work on a film. If somebody is an asshole, and I'm not saying he is an asshole, but if he happens to be. It makes everybody miserable. So you need to get somebody who you want to work with. Yeah. Or, you know, if you are going to continue this uh, franchise with this voice. Yeah, that um, too. You know, this is a younger version of this character. Ostensibly. Well, Well, so removed from. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's it's the movie that the toy is based on. (laughs) So Dave is an actor who does voice alike work. You should know you don't always get the Hollywood actor to do the voice for the toy, right, Dave? Exactly. Yeah. You, you get his brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some such. Yeah. That's that's kind of hilarious to me is that Tim Allen is now basically retconned as he is the unknown yeah. actor who had to sound alike for the toy that doesn't yeah. sound very much like the actual voice from the movie. Well, yeah. now that Chris Evans has gotten to do has gotten to swerve back uh, since Knives Out into like more than just Captain America, he's I think free. To, yeah, he's free. <laughs> he, he's kind of breaking that in a way that some of those guys can't right now. So it's it's kind of exciting to see. Had a great little cameo in that Ryan Reynolds comedy, uh, Free Guy, which. Uh, oh. Which me and my kids watched the other night. It is now my ten year old's favorite movie of all time. The the mild existentialism of the notion of a video game NPC becoming self aware, like, is fucking blowing her mind. She is like, this is her matrix. The, the first time you see something meta, I feel like that. Yeah. That's what that sounds like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it had way more swears than I thought it was going to, so I think she oh. th- loved that also. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty. Dave, uh, and Tim, but Dave, have you yeah. seen Strange New Worlds yet? No. I oh. uh, I have oh. been meaning to because I got a month-long Paramount Plus subscription in order to watch Star Trek Generations with Julia. Um, <laughs> of all the... Sure. Well, we watched First Contact first. Ah. 
And then she wanted to see more. So I was like, you know what? I actually haven't seen Generations in probably 25 years. Let's check it out. Um, hey, uh, my feeling on Generations, because I didn't watch it when it came out, is much more positive than a lot of people. So yeah. I think you'll yeah. fun with it. <laughs> it, is a, it is a fine extra episode of the show. Um, yeah. And, uh, uh, but no, no, I've, I've been meaning to, and like, I've been, people have been telling me what I've been seeing on social media and asking for specific questions and commenting on other people's things is like, yeah, but all the other shows suck. <laughs> and them saying like, this is the good one Dave, This is the yeah. one where they got it right. Dave, I have to say something on this one. This is the one where they got it right. <laughs> this show fucking rules. <laughs> like, uh, oh, okay. That's great to hear. I'll, I'll say this. This is this is the one that I'm looking forward to week to week. Wow. Uh, All right. Like, Discovery, I like. I love Tilly. I love the Doctor. Mm -hmm. um, and I watched the first season. I watched a little of the second season. I dropped off. Okay. Uh, I've heard that that show sucks in the second and like picks up in the third but I haven't made the jump back to it. Uh, Picard, I liked maybe two or three of the episodes. By the end of the season, I very much was not uh, liking that show. I was actively insulted by that show. I, I've, I, one, I, 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 not yeah. as a Star Trek fan, just yeah. as a person with a brain. <laughs> and that's the thing is that was frustrating because the two or three that I was enjoying, I was like, oh, that's the show could be this. Yeah. Huh? Like, and then it's not. And then it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give up on that one. Um, no, that this show is the first time it feels like that golden era of next gen DS9. And like one, it's every episode is kind of self-contained. There is bigger story, mm -hmm. but it's not doing the continual, you know, every sci-fi since Battlestar yeah. uh, big story um, kind of thing. I like, like, almost all of the characters. So <laughs> it's that thing where you're just sort of like, oh, cool, these two people get to walk down a hall and talk to each other. And you get excited to just see these <laughs> do that. Um, the show isn't afraid to be goofy, but in a fun way. Mm -hmm. You have characters that are having deep conversations about empathy, Oh. And like, it's just, I don't know, it's working. And I feel like nobody's watching it. <laughs> like, there's one of the things where I'm just sort of like, shit, they finally got it right, and it's too late. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it's... No! I, it's, <laughs> it's my hope that word of mouth is starting to spread about it, because I I, I have I to assume so. a lot of people were like me, and, like, I, Paramount has fucking burned yeah. me on all of the new Trek shows, and I'm just not going to give this a chance, but slowly... Well, just people, people just don't have fucking Paramount Plus. Like, when people, yeah, people are like, I'm, they're using their free months to try to jam oh. these shows in it's just like I'm i think watching if it off of amazon oh, okay. <laughs> like whom, whomever i'm stealing amazon from has yeah. a subscription but but <laughs> i feel like it's like you know it's on paramount and and if it were i feel like if it was on hbo max or, or mm -hmm. netflix or fucking disney plus then then maybe people would be more talked about it but it's kind of like everything on paramount I, like yeah. I, I think paramount is getting more attention lately with the shit sure. they've been putting out uh but still kind of I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not the biggest. I, and yet. I was, I was super trepidatious of it. Just the era that they said it. I'm just like, why are we doing a Captain Pike show? Sure. Yeah. Why is Captain Pike being treated like Kirk, like in the trailer? Mm -hmm. Now it's just like, oh, they're just doing Kirk, but he's far more interesting so far. Um, 
And yeah, it's like I was just sort of like, oh no, they're doing Nurse Chapel. Nurse Chapel is uh, in, Jessa Bush is so entertaining. Um, they've got a big cartoony villain that showed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just everything is working on the show. Right. I will be watching it after this podcast. I am officially going to make this my next, my new workout show then. Nice. Mm-hmm gonna go ahead and reserve it you actually like it (laughs) i on while if i can pivot off of that with this discussion of paramount plus and how i feel like paramount plus is having a real hard time making its case as a value proposition to viewers um my uh uh sister-in-law unmarried sister-in-law not unmarried (laughs) sister-in-law jan's brother jack his girlfriend everybody got that Jesus yeah, Christ. Got yeah, I know. That was a journey. <laughs> I have a friend who works for AMC. Uh, she is the publicity photo coordinator for AMC. And so she regales me once I have prodded her a few you know, times that, I, yes, I do want to hear more about your life, um, that about the, some insider information about the workings of AMC+. And so she... Ah, Something that really frustrated her was the fact that so she had as the photo coordinator, one of her many duties is that she chooses all the thumbnails for the streaming service for for all the streaming platforms and every piece of streaming software, whether you're watching it on Roku or Apple or wherever, you know, is formatted slightly differently. And so she has to tailor it to all those platforms. Um, And. She was somewhat aghast after having chosen all of the thumbnails for the latest season of Better Call Saul, the half season that will is set to continue in July, um, that it got pulled. Those episodes got pulled from streaming even before the season was complete. So by the time the finale of this half season aired a couple of weeks ago, you could mm-hmm. no longer watch the premiere. Well, you could on Netflix, I'm guessing, right? No, because I no, thought, no, no, no. Oh, I thought they put them up day to day. I mean, you okay. can watch the older seasons on Netflix. Oh, but the, the new current one. the current season is only available on either like it airs on in real time on AMC on cable, and then they put it up on AMC Plus, mm-hmm. and then it's not until like a year later where the latest season of Better Call Saul moves over to Netflix. Um, and that, I'm sure that agreement is probably coming to an end too, as... Well, so is the show. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I was trying to make sense of that as a business decision. I couldn't make sense... The only way I could make sense of it is that it is a bad decision made by somebody who <laughs> believes that they must gate off content from the streaming service in some way because they're still making somehow like they need to incentivize their existing cable subscribers to watch it in real time. Or like it is some executives obvious misunderstanding of what people want from streaming services that they feel like they have to, Nope, you're only going to be able to stream it during these six weeks while we're airing it on AMC. And then it's all going to go away until July when yeah. we air the second half of the season, like it makes no logical sense other than the fact that some executive somewhere feels like this is somehow going to preserve them revenue and keep people from just binging it all at once. And I mean, that's what I did. I got a free month when I paid for one month. That was enough for me to watch every episode. And then I canceled. 
immediately after the season was over. Well, um, that's a, I mean, like, there's so much scrambling right now to figure out, like, the proper way. Like, I mean, Netflix is hurting because yeah. that's, that's one of, well, that's one of those things where, I mean, I was just like a lot of companies that did well during the pandemic are the ones that are hurting right now. It's like mm. everybody went to Netflix because, of course, we were locked in our houses. Right. And now people are just like, oh, everything, you know, everything is better in half the price than Netflix. Why would I not? And then Netflix keeps making terrible decisions to make people read more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't I, understand. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I, just, just I'm certain that Paramount is making some sort of decisions based on the fact that, like, we don't really have a lot of valuable IPs and we're trying to find the best way to leverage them. But is that to gate them off and make people pay for them when we don't necessarily have a broadcast alternative to get people into these IPs in the first place like AMC does? Like, it's not like you can try out Star Trek on CBS and then right. catch up on it on Paramount Plus. Like, these shows are, you know, gated to a service where they're going to have to generate a fan base to a service that already is just starting out. I, I, I don't... I yeah. just don't get the business decisions behind other than no one knows how to do it right. There's, I, I mean, it's all guesswork at this point, but I feel yeah, like that's some, what it feels obviously. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some of it feels like that, that Sony thing where it's like this false, false elitism where it's like, Oh, if we gate this off here, enter our special club. You know? Right. Yeah. Here, here's our, you know, trial. If you sign up. You know, you're the special one that got the trial. Yeah. Uh, and come on in and see these special shows that only you can see and be part of this club. Yeah, because uh, they, that, that makes it feel like they're associating their IP with value, with a monetary right. value. Yeah. I don't know. I've got, <laughs> I've got so much stuff to watch on Apple Plus and I never do because I just don't sign up for a trial. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like there's so many, I mean, uh, you know, I, neither of you guys are on Criterion Channel, but like that alone is one of my cheapest, and it covers m most things if you watch primarily movies versus yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, is the thing. I I, actually, I gifted my uncle the Criterion Channel for his birthday. Mm -hmm last year and it's one of the best thing that's ever happened to him he's like oh my gosh dave if you haven't seen the, the like these french new wave movies you gotta check these out I'm like that's okay that's rad i will steal your account some of those <laughs> uh yeah only other tv show i've got did uh either you guys watch barry i don't remember i want i know i really loved the first season uh and then never just never caught up with season two, so I'm behind. But I, yeah, I really liked it and, and would it's, like to go back and get caught up. I mean, it's so good. And, like, the nice thing is it's a short show. Like, it's yeah. most, it's about a half hour. Like, it's it's so easy to throw on, even though it's, like, it's, like, a Breaking Bad tone. But it's, like, it's, it's so fast. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's doing some great stuff. And there's... It's basically like, like Hader. I, I don't know if he directed every episode in season three. He oh, directed, really? well, he directed one standout episode in season two, which I'm not going to mention since you can watch sure. it. Um, and directed most of, if not all, of season three. And at this point, it's so exciting to see what he's going to do after Barry because he's a genuinely great director. Like, oh wow, 
That's awesome. Like it's, he's really good at, I don't know, surprising you in long shots <laughs> of just like doing some things that's like, oh, this is where the show is going to go right now. Be- because it, I, as much as I love Breaking Bad, it's kind of like a pretty locked like genre. Like you, you know the feeling you're going to get when you turn on a Breaking Bad episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Barry has bent it enough because there's more humor to it. More mm. over humor. Can refill my water real quick? Oh yeah, go ahead. That like, it could be it could be Breaking Bad dark, but it could also be like sitcom in the same. Right, and right. It, somehow yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think i i have so much respect for him uh for hater he's just uh I, I think one of the smartest most introspective but also really humble people working in comedy right now like you, you hear him in interviews yeah. and you feel like like you get the impression that he just has no confidence in his own ability but like everything all his stuff is just brilliant yeah yeah he's he knows what he likes, but he like he's well, that, one of it's clear. It's clear his work is very uh, specific. The, the specificity and clarity of his humor is is mm-hmm. genius. And the fact that he's like, yeah, I'm not so sure if this is gonna land, but I like, of course it's right. gonna land. You have clearly thought this through meticulously. Yeah, very similarly. Whatever. It's just sort of like, well, because like he's watched a lot of good movies, but he doesn't keep up in the way that like you interview like you know the your cinephile directories and they they name off like nine things he's like i don't watch anything yeah i'm yeah. just like i don't keep up i'm sorry <laughs> i was in it i didn't know what was in it <laughs> <laughs> i barely watched it yeah oh that's great um i had the comedy that we've been delighted by lately is our flag means death which we oh, yeah. are almost caught up on watching the whole thing. I think we just got a couple of more episodes to go. I'm kicking myself for having slept on it for so long. Um, Whatever, you get to watch it now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, Oh, and I did finally get to see Everything Everywhere all at once. Mm. Um, Which, uh, yeah, I mean, easily the best film I've seen all year. And uh, it's completely deserving of all the praise that it gets. And smart and funny. And I, I can add nothing new to that conversation. Either of you guys see RRR yet? I know I know. Oh, I'm, I'm dying to. Again, I'm dying yeah. to after hearing you talk about you it. Like, that's... <laughs> they're, I don't feel guilty for anybody not seeing anything right now. Uh, no, I, I just wanted to throw it out because it is on Netflix. Netflix is doing a good job oh. of promoting it. Yeah. Uh, the one thing to know is it's... So, like, the original language is Telugu. Uh... On Netflix, it is only in Hindi, and this is a very specific thing uh, for Indian movies that come over. There is some, like, copyright issues, for whatever reason, that they cannot be broadcast in their original language. They have to be dubbed in Hindi. That's weird. Uh, It's weird. I I heard that the dub is mostly good. Like, I kind of, like, cringe a little, but, like one of the songs that i really love but i think like people said it still works so okay if more people get to see it totally cool yeah, like there is yeah. of course there is an indian streaming service that you could like get a trial for like we were just talking about <laughs> oh, okay. uh, uh i mean i'll pick it like like tim specifically like the action you're just gonna eat up like it, it might take a couple days but 
It will take a couple days, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Sometimes I've watched two episodes of the new season of Stranger Things in <laughs> one night. Oh, speaking of taking a few days to watch a very long movie, I finished watching uh, The Batman probably 15 minutes before we started recording. (laughs) It took me about two two weeks to work through that. Um, And it wasn't really, you know, I I guess... Mm -hmm. Uh, some 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 great fight scenes, some some really cool action, um, and I think inspired casting with Pattinson. I think he is a a, a wonderfully talented actor. Uh, even though I don't think this this story doesn't really have anything new to say about Batman, but on the other hand, that's kind of okay. That this is just well, this is just a Batman story. Like maybe it should have had a subtitle. So that, you know, it didn't have to sort of carry the weight of like, this is the new Batman franchise and this is the direction of um, because it, it, it doesn't it's just like, well, this is here. Here's a Batman yarn. Here's one of many I, Batman tales to tell. I think Batman is the only thing that gets away with that right now, aside from maybe like James Bond. James yeah, Bond sure. usually has one one dude for like four or five movies, I guess, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Batman just because. Just the last few years between, like, Batman and Suicide Squad, I think DC is going like, you know what? There's a lot of different Batmans. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, like in a way, I think it's kind of smart versus, like, okay, Tom Holland is our guy for six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose choose uh, your Batman for the story you want to tell. I'm, you know, I, I, I don't think that's not a bad idea at all. I I would love to see a different actor. I I like it made me think real long and hard about like what even is the Batman that I want to see on film now. I don't in know that. Action. What in, in live, live action. action? Yes, specifically. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. I had to think about it for a while because I was like. A, I don't think I really care that much anymore. <laughs> like yeah. this was just a nice little Batman story. It was, it, it was fine. But if like if if there someone was going to be like, well, we want to put the new definitive take on Batman to film. Like, I guess I would want it to be more Holmesian. I want more detecting. Like this was yep. a crime procedural, but yes. not a long three hour sometimes plotting crime procedural. Um, but uh, I, I, I guess I, I would want a little more brilliant deduction. I want a little more Holmesian eccentricity. See, I liked, I mean, that was a big draw for me in this one was, was the detective stuff, even though, yeah. like, yes, I, I would at least say like, keep following that path. Um, I do think this movie suffers on the small screen. Like I even mm-hmm. felt that like on my rewatch, like I felt the time a lot more in my living room than I did in the theater. Oh, I watched uh, it on tablet. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like, see, like, you know, it's it did the same thing with the dark Knight, where like you're watching the movie and then you pause and you're like, that was just a fucking hour. There's an yeah. hour and a half <laughs> sort of thing. Um, yeah, and I think, like, that was... I never finished the Telltale Batman mm. uh, series, but that was the nicest thing about that, too, where it's yeah. just, like, yeah, more more detective work. I mean, like, this one was clearly, like, framed off of Zodiac. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, film-wise, which, you know, like, for, for better or worse, I, I don't know. Like, Pattinson was the closest live action in a long time. Because I was, like, like, Keaton was a great Bruce Wayne 
mm-hmm. but I didn't love him as Batman. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. It, like looking back sort of thing. And like Christian Bale is kind of like the reverse to me, whereas like <laughs> as a Batman, sure. <laughs> as Christian yeah. Bale. So like, I don't know, like be, maybe because it's like year two, so he can be kind of a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if they do another one with Pattinson, I hope they keep pressing him to do the thing where like Bruce Wayne has to throw a party and he hates it. I yes. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. I, yeah. I, the Pattinson's a really, really good actor and it wasn't really until like they put him and Paul Dano together on screen that yeah. I'm like, I was getting chills. Like, Holy shit. These are two fucking master thespians uh, going, going at it right now. This is electric uh, because they don't, they just didn't really give him the opportunity to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to do that at all so yeah i would love to see a little more psychological mm-hmm. n- nuance uh, and, and not not pattinson's fault they just didn't really yeah. give him a lot of character stuff to do again which is fine but mm-hmm. well they kept everybody isolated too and i'm not yeah. sure you know when at this point i wonder how much of that changed because of covid uh sort of thing mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it Whenever I see that, like in the last like two years, I'm just like, mm. I wonder <laughs> <laughs> if you could have been in the room with people, right? Uh, yeah. Thing. Um. Yeah. Only yeah. new movie I've got is Crimes of the Future. I don't. Oh, think I really want to see that too. Oh, I want you to see. It. Now, did, how many Cronenbergs? Goose egg. Zero. Never Zero. I've uh, never seen the goddamn fly. You get two of them too. You get to if you want to. I mean, the fly rules. That's great. Uh, I really like Crimes of the Future. Really love Kristen Stewart. Uh, Like, her performance in that is one of my favorites this year, I would say. Really? She's really good. Yes. How how do you feel on her in general? Or just you were surprised that... Well, so, like... I'm surprised. Cronenberg's interview on like her was like i knew she was a good actress but i didn't know she was brilliant like was his how like and i don't know if it's that far per se but like she's playing such an interesting mousy character that i've never seen her like do before okay okay Uh, that might that might prove it for me then like like seeing especially when she's playing off of vigo and like i'll I'll say this. You kind of have to feel like you're in on the joke with this movie. There is a feeling of, cause it's, it's clearly Cronenberg being very personal with a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of touches on some of his past iconographies and just like tropes and stuff that he likes in a okay. way that you're like, Oh, he's, he's commenting on this stuff. But I think like, it maybe also, I should see the fly first. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, watch watch Videodrome if you're going to watch one first. This, it's, it is closest to, like, Videodrome is about, like, uh, the uh, corruption of, like, TV with reality. Yeah, sort of. yeah, yeah. And, and this one is surgery with reality. Yeah. This is, surgery is the new sex. That is, yeah. that is your tagline. That is, when Stuart gets to say it, and, like... It was such a fun audience because half of us are like snickering at like these lines that are pretty funny, and half the audience is like, "Oh, they're taking this too seriously." <laughs> and like, 
it's it's kind of what frame of mind you're like watching the movie in. And I feel like that happens a lot with artsier movies, but it is not one that feels up its own ass. Like that yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> like I there is a moment that I won't ruin where it feels like he is specifically making fun of either himself or others in his field for being up their own ass. So, <laughs> Um, the, all also, this gets me very excited to see it. Yeah, and and a great Howard Shore score that oh. people are talking about enough. Like, yeah, one of his movies. If I can rewind just a touch, have you have you oh. seen Spencer yet? Have you seen Miss Stewart in in Spencer in the oh, Princess Diary no, yet? Yeah. Okay, okay. Here's my. Mm. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> people say that she's really really good in it. Mm-hmm. Everything that I have seen Kristen Stewart in, yeah. my impression of her, and again, this is just me armchair actor analyzing her, is that she is a person with zero natural talent for acting. <laughs> zero. Like, who has been allowed to fail upwards, basically. I, I don't hate her. I don't want to make this sound mean to her, because this is through no fault of her own. She's... A white girl, the daughter of screenwriters, who landed, you know, a very bankable franchise that got her more work. And the talent level that she was at during Twilight, she should have never worked in Hollywood again. But those movies made... You think? Absolutely. Both, Both of them had a giant cloud. And I think that's what's been so interesting, is that they both chose very... I guess like Radcliffe went the furthest. Yeah, of all yeah. <laughs> but like, but like all three of them chose like weird things to separate themselves. Like, like yeah. I mean, up until Batman, people wrote off Pattinson, even though like he I was know, Lighthouse you know, turned a lot of people around on him. Well, Lighthouse helped, but like you have to remember, we're still like watching film news and stuff. Like your average person didn't see the lighthouse or like Which, yeah 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 sure like it's still a little artsier than like most people like yeah lighthouse good time are like and there was also another cronenberg movie with Pattinson in there with cosmopolis mm, but mm. Um, well i i use the comparison of cameron diaz because i think it's useful she is someone who i don't believe was is a naturally gifted actor particularly but honestly this is the kind of work where you get better at it the more you practice it and i think in her 20 years in in the you know over the course of her career she really got good she honestly like learned to be better (laughs) like really and it is my hope that Kristen stewart also Mm -hmm. you know just with the opportunity and i only criticize her for this because there are so many other countless thousands of other actors who don't get that opportunity like maybe they're not good at first but they also don't get the chance to get more work and improve Mm -hmm. and she did and she's very very lucky and should count her blessings every single day so uh, i hope that she has given all the opportunities to practice at this craft that she's gotten a lot better I mean, I don't have much to like. I was, I just looked down her IMDb because I'm just yeah. like, what have I technically? And it's, it's just interviews and like real stuff, like actual film stuff. I've yeah. barely seen her in anything, but I, I'm curious if you feel the same 
on this performance or not. But I'm dying uh, to see it now. I'm really I'm, I'm just so curious on that. And yeah. But it's at, at the least the character is also fun. Like, yeah, it's it does like it's one of those things that will throw a, a mainstream audience. But it's Cronenberg isn't afraid early on to just have a conversation between two people in an alley where they just dump the highest concept sci-fi of what this world is, <laughs> just plop in your lap so that they can walk off and have a philosophical conversation. So they're like, good, we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> we, we nailed down all the rules. You know what world you're in. We're just going to go do it now, sort of thing. <laughs> which which I appreciate even just getting out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's yeah. great. I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah. yeah. Sexy. Mm. All right, hey, Transformers show and tell time. Dave, look what I got. Look what oh. I found. Oh, oh. Look, look what I found. I don't know if you can tell that the uh, there. Oh yes, he's that, that windshield. Yeah, oh. yeah, okay. yeah. The the buzzworthy cup started showing up in Target. So uh, yeah, so have you one. not seen him a lot? Because I've I've actually no. seen him well in stock out here in Rochester. Uh, in the last like few weeks, yes. But okay. Okay. Like I got this guy, I got him on Father's Day. That was the first time I'd ever seen him in a store. Oh, uh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I I decided not to double dip. I decided I'm content with my transparent windshield. Oh, but uh, I did, I did, and this was like a week before my birthday. Uh, mm -hmm. I went and treated myself. Hasbro Pulse, like they had a a big sale, like a forty percent off sale wow. on select figures. So for nearly half price. Uh, I got Blaster, Wheeljack, uh, Wreckgar, and Jeez. and Gigawatt, the the Back to the Future uh, collaboration. Wow, you went ham! I yeah, yeah I kind of did. <laughs> uh, and then and then I never touched them. I did not open them until just a couple wow. of days ago because I have not had time. Because Jan got me the Optimus Prime Lego set for for yeah, Father's yeah, yeah. Day slash my birthday, oh, and I nice. spent a few days working on that. Yeah. And yeah. Wow. Holy shit. I know you waited in line at the Lego store to, although I mean, you said in your post, it wasn't like, much of a wait. It wasn't much of a wait. The like no, people no, weren't no. even there to get him. They were just there for no. whatever other weekly yeah. drops were. Well, it, it, it seems like, I don't know how frequently there's stuff at the Lego store, but yeah, like that day there was a, uh, Ferrari, I think, was the, the, the there's like a three four hundred dollar Ferrari set that looks fucking slick as hell, and I don't even <laughs> like cars, but it looks really nice. Uh, there was a new Star Wars, like Mandalorian's uh, Starfighter was dropping that day. Mm. The Starry Night Lego set was dropping that day. Oh yeah. Uh, so there, yeah, there was people in there grabbing all sorts of different stuff. Uh, all right. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. yeah. No, geez, I, wow, I only. That... I only I double dipped on cup just because I didn't open the previous oh, one, so I opened this one. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why. Actually, I have Anyways, two yeah. of the transparent windshield cups now. I have yeah. one still in the package, also because uh -huh. I got it in a lot on Goodwill. Um, oh, you trolling Goodwill for Transformers, man? Yeah, I got uh, I got Decepticon Mirage, um, mm -hmm. and in that lot, and uh, a couple others. <laughs> uh, I forget who. Yeah, finally got myself a bumblebee, a buzzworthy nice. bumblebee. He Bumble was half price. He was on clearance at Target. Well, look at you. Yeah, no, I'm still, still, relatively under control. But yeah, that Lego Optimus Prime is crazy. I, I just, amazing. 
the engine so yeah I, again i posted this on every of my social media pages but like <laughs> the the engineering of having to make him like transform <laughs> is <laughs> is astounding to the point where you open like out of the 11 or so individual bags that, you know, is the step-by-step process every time. Like I didn't look too closely at the picture of, Oh, what am I building with this bag? I just sort of dove in and started doing it. And they would make all these decisions. Like, what am I, why am I putting this together? Why does this go here? And then by the end you're like, Oh, 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 it's so that this can attach here and rotate around so that, Oh, that's genius. How did you think of that? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. A it's, delight. It's pure delight. Um, oh, and, and also, like, I mean, Tim, you've done a lot more modern Lego sets than I have, but something mm-hmm. that, I don't know, puzzles me are the bizarre colors that they choose sometimes for pieces that get completely hidden yep. inside. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that is for, uh, that is for, you know, like uh, another several, like, Lego nerds above where I'm at yeah. who <laughs> just want, because it's just like, well, if we're going to give you a piece and it's going to get hidden anyways, we're going to give you a weird fucking color for it. <laughs> like, so that, colors. You, so that you have a brick that is that color. Really? And that was, yes. Just just so that it exists. Like, wow. if, you're, if you're like, you know, because some people I think will build their models and then they'll break them apart or whatever. Or maybe like they're building a model. They'll be like, oh, I want this piece that gets completely hidden. So I'm going to sub in like a dull gray piece instead. Oh. So that way they have that oddball color i noticed that with like i'm trying to think uh, with like some star wars sets maybe like 10 15 years ago like you'd be putting these like bright blue cup like pieces in there but they're completely hidden around all the gray and i think yeah and it might also be for just like building contrast like for the instructions so you can wonder that too yeah, I, I think that might have something to do with it as well. I think it's both like the variety of like having that piece and also for just visual distinction when you're building it so that it stands out more. Because my first impression, the very first thought that came to my head was, do they just have an excess of this weird color and they're just yeah. trying to get rid of it? Yeah. Like, is this an economic decision? But then I was like, no, this is like, <laughs> this kit costs $160. There's no reason for them to mm-hmm. cut corners on any economic decision here. Like, they constructed this and like, it's going to be whatever price it is <laughs> and people yeah. will still buy it. Yeah, there's, there's, not... there's weird things like inside a lot of Lego sets as you're building them. Uh that just like, you know, you won't see once it's complete, but it, yeah, stuff like that. It's cool. That notion of we do not, I, I hope it stopped me if this is a too early a segue, but that notion of we do not really need to constrain ourselves to market decisions. Like we don't need to make sure that this has broad appeal. We're going to mm-hmm. make exactly the thing that we want Mm-hmm. Uh, is very much the feeling I got playing Shredder's Revenge, the new oh, okay. Turtles game. If you're going into Shredder's Revenge, I'm just going to mute for a bit. Oh, right. <laughs> just wait. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Now we can talk about Shredder's Revenge. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, just the fact that, like, they clearly know what... I, so I went back and played the old... Um, what their this same team's previous attempt at Ninja Turtles, the TMNT Game Boy Advance Brawler, mm-hmm. and that game 
was very good in spite of having to be designed around certain market expectations. Like, this exists to sell a very specific property, and you have to do this and this and this, and we have to, you can't do two-player, that's dev time that no one's going to do that, it's on a portable system, that's got to get, so like within those market constraints, they did the best they could and made a very impressive product. And this is just like, fuck it, the doors are totally blown off, do whatever the hell you want, make it the product you want it to be. This is based on the cartoon show from 30 years ago (laughs) uh, that everyone who is 40 fucking remembers and grew up with. And it's like, yeah, it, it, um, yeah, my thing is in designing the game, they managed to make something that like threads the needle between that classic arcade experience and like the modern beat up experience where like the modern expectation of a beat up is like, you got to layer in, you know, character progression and larger move sets and just like more depth to the combat than just mm-hmm. mashing the attack button. But they managed to both do that and add that stuff in there, but also it still feels like turtles in time, you it, know, they, they threaded that needle <laughs> fucking expertly. Yeah. It, like they shouldn't have been able to do that, but somehow yeah. they did it. Um, <laughs> and I think it's because you can just sit there and kind of jump and attack and, you know, you, you can two button your way through that game yeah. um, and ignore the roll button and ignore the specials, though. I think most people are going to hammer on special and, you know, it's going to get used. But I, yeah, I it, forgot about it, honestly, and I've have I forgot about the specials until some of these later stages that are finally starting to throw some challenge at me uh, and necessitating their use to clear a screen because, like, I found I've got like plenty of do plenty to do with the attack buttons. And uh, John Linneman over at uh, Eurogamer's Digital Foundry, who is truly doing God's work, uh, he's been doing a bang-up job analyzing a lot of modern brawlers and uh, the way he describes um, what this game is able to... So he he compares it to uh, .mu's previous brawler, the beloved Scott Pilgrim versus the World adaptation and very carefully points out like here's where this game kind of fails and it's not really their fault it's just more about where brawlers were at 10 years ago where it was just painfully adherent to the river city ransom model where like we got to give you currency and we got to give you upgrades to spend that currency on um and and turtles to its credit just like jettisons that out the window because like no we no longer need that in a brawler like that was a very mid-2000s thing to want to do and we don't do that anymore it's got to have arcade accessibility and there is still progression and character growth but it's just that the combat system is deep enough and satisfying enough to provide sufficient entertainment and also speedier he said that's that was Mm -hmm. a big problem scott pilgrim is that enemies just laid on the ground for too damn long and it just interrupted the flow of the game uh yeah and i yeah it's pardon uh, I think it's really cool. I don't know if you dabbled with the online at all, but it's no, like, I you know, no, you can just roll up to a level and like match make straight into somebody else's game. Just like hop right wow. in. Yeah. Just easy as that. You'll it'll pull up a thing, tell you how far into the level they are. Uh, like me and, and the kid were able to do that. He just joined along like piggybacking on my yeah. Xbox account and just like, yeah, we were both able to join a game online with other people to play a level and play with, you know, five or six people where we're, it just becomes complete fucking chaos on the oh. screen. Oh yes. Yeah. But it's great. And, and it's fine. 
Um, but yeah, the game you know looks amazing. There's so many callbacks to the TV show and classic oh Ninja gosh. Turtles. The fact that the foot soldiers are just dicking around in every level, sitting at desks, doing yeah, yoga, like that. making sushi. Like that's what that is an important part of these games. Is that it's just colorful and goofy entertainment. Um, you know, all the bosses that they got in there. Uh, and the music is oh. fantastic. Oh, uh, good Lord. The music just, I love <clears throat> that for the first about half of the game, it just really nails that vintage sound and then goes off and does its own thing yeah. for a few levels. Like, oh, the, the, when the, the, the sky level where there's lyrics, I was like, I was like this is amazing. I think there is in the sewer level before that too. Like Are the there? sewer surfing. Yeah. I think all of the vehicle levels have or wait, I'm thinking of the road, I don't know, but I think there's an earlier level there. It doesn't matter. Because right. uh, by the end of the game, you have Ghostface Killa on a track, yeah. uh, <laughs> which is fantastic. And <clears throat> well, yeah. I'll tell you what, it borrows so many design <laughs> elements. It, eventually, I started to sort of realize, like, Konami had no involvement with this game. They have made a sequel to a game that they don't have the rights to. They just have the rights to these characters. And it almost got to the point where I was kind of wondering, like, does Konami have any, like, legal ownership of the sort of overall game design that's going on here? And I thought, I mean, they really don't in the sense mm -hmm. that, you know, Electronic Arts was purely within their rights to commission Eurocom to make a sequel to Rare's GoldenEye 007 on the mm -hmm. N64, and they did, and they followed that game pattern very, very closely. Different developer, different publisher, but clearly based on someone else's work. Mm -hmm. And that's the, like, I don't blame them for doing this. I'm glad that .NU did, but in another way, I'm also kind of like, that's such a weird ability. Like That only exists when you're working with a licensed property. Like, you get the license of the characters, and you can make a sequel to a game that you loved like right down to the the, the colored Gosh. silhouettes of the bosses at the at the stage title you mm -hmm. know like they're yeah. not making any bones of it. they're not trying to disguise the fact that this is a sequel to a game made by a totally different team published by a totally different publisher yeah. and that's weird to me oh well it's fucking great so yeah yeah it's fantastic <laughs> more power to you yeah. <laughs> i can't complain yeah are we ready to bring weiss back yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, look, I got a, I got a sign. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there he is. Very quickly, I was like, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be wa waving like dumbasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it brilliant. I saw yeah. a blank sheet of paper for a second, and then it was like, oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, there's words on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the game. I, you know, I'm, I have enough stuff that I didn't buy the digital yet as much as I almost did a thousand times already. So uh, I I hear regional I pricing varies wildly if you ever happen to take a trip to Mexico. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. There was it was cheap on the Mexican eShop, yeah. wasn't it? Huh. Yeah. Oh, for the eShop. Okay. Yeah. 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 I guess if it was cheap. Yeah. I'm like at this point, I might just wait for the physical. I mean, yeah, physical comes out and like end of august so it's not yeah. very far off oh, uh, i kind of want to know what's taking digital eclipse so long with the cowabunga collection because i am yeah. ready my I body is ready good. yeah this definitely primed people to go back i feel like and, i wanted uh, a double pack i know it's 
not feasible, but I was just like, man, just put them together. I would have paid your price day one. <laughs> <laughs> put them in, well, uh, in a nice slip case. I'm yeah. also seeing Frank Cifaldi, you know, put stuff on, on Twitter. To the, I love being on Twitter now. <laughs> Let this go. Cifaldi's About how, like, good. He, yeah. he says, you know, we are very proud of the fact that every compilation we put together is better than the last. Like, we're not just cranking out the same. We, It is our goal to make every compilation give you more value. Like, and that's why everyone takes longer than the last one that we worked on, basically, because yeah. we're really trying to outdo ourselves every time. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, either you guys play the Live a Live demo yet? Mm. I started playing it. I totally forgot yeah, that, I... that it dropped the other day. I got it. Oh, uh, yeah. that's... That's the best thing I played this month, sort of. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I loved it. Music yeah. is oh so good. Yeah, I was I was excited to have it to start playing because I've been yeah. in fucking like video game limbo, uh, for I don't know, kind of since like the end of May, since I kind of eventually finished playing Rogue Legacy two, and I've been just kind of dabbling in this, dabbling in that, and I'm just oh, like, you well, finally put down Rogue Legacy two, huh? did somewhere into, into the second loop of the game yeah that that whirlwind romance ran its course i played it it was lengthy a romance i was scary as i said <laughs> um but yeah. i didn't want to get into any rpgs when i'm like well live to live is the yeah. next month and i know i'm not gonna f- have time to finish a 60 hour even a 40 hour rpg before then i don't know what to do and i'm kind of like doing this and doing that and <laughs> then it was like oh that demo, yes. Now I can just get started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, jump it, on all that work. It's probably going to be pretty sure. Sh- like I, I played one of the three uh, ah. characters so far, and that that only took a couple hours, maybe. Yeah. So hey, that's that's, that's yeah. I'm I'm happy that they gave it in the first place. That's a generous demo. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you only played one of the three chapters, or correct. Oh, okay. I, I think it took a couple hours. Okay. But well, that means you still have like two more you could play. Oh, I will. Yeah. yeah. No, I I played uh, the Imperial China uh one first. Uh, yeah, I'm I started up the the Twilight of Edo Japan. Ah. So, yeah, you got to yeah. check that out more, but uh yeah, yeah I, I've been like touring like the some of the best games from 5 years ago uh <laughs> where I went back and started playing around with Hollow Knight again. Uh, cause there was some DLC I never played in that game. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, ah, I'm, you know, my character's at the end of the game. I don't fucking remember where anything is. So I started a new game and played around and got a feel for it again. Then at a certain point I was like, you know what? I'm going to go just go look up where the stuff I didn't do is and then go do it at the end of the game. And I went and did that. And that was awesome. Uh, and I should just, just restart that game. That's my big. I never finished it, but I've just been. Oh, I'm having that thing where I know I loved. I loved every minute of playing it. I, I you know, when I when I I forget exactly why I stopped. Charlie, just life just got too busy. But mm-hmm. I, I think I just need to restart it at this point, and rather than try to reacclimate myself to where the fuck am I in this game and how does everything work? Yeah, that's probably good because there's so much of it. Uh, but it was crazy, you know, going back to it and finding that there was like a whole area that I didn't find uh, my first time through, despite thinking I was very thorough. Uh, it was, I don't know, just fun, cool stuff. And then I put that down and started replaying Cuphead. Uh, ah, I had a, which just got the last DLC. course. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that game also rules. Um, 
And also still, that show rules, by the way. That's yeah, oh, I watched some of it. We watched some of that too. Yeah. Nice. I started playing the game, and my son was like, "Oh, it's a game based on the show." And you can't say the darnest things. But uh, yeah, I mean, just like the fact that game looks the way that it does is still yeah. insane. Uh, that it does and all looks that, and, and yeah. It, it still plays really great, and I started the delicious last course this morning, uh, and I've already beat a couple of the bosses, and mm. I'll probably I'll probably go back through because uh, Miss Chalice like plays completely different than the other two, uh, uh, so I'll probably just go back and replay all the bosses with her, because uh, <laughs> I, I immediately tried to use her against one of the DLC bosses, and I'm like, I just uh, just plays different. This is no good. I can't deal with this. I, like, I had a classic Weiss journey with Cuphead where I, I enjoyed the hell out of it till it got too hard and I found myself getting very angry and I went, mm. well, goodbye. Goodbye, Cuphead. <laughs> goodbye, Cuphead. But it's very good. Uh, I had the same uh, experience and I only got angry because I was loving everything about it. Yeah, like, same. I, yeah, I want to enjoy more of this game. I want to see more. Yeah. Yeah. I. What else did I play? Uh, I did play a little bit of that Capcom fighting collection. Ah, you did? Well, I don't know if you got it for... Yeah, review code. For review. Gotcha. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's a, it's a yeah. bunch of dark stalkers. You know, it, it, it's, yeah. it's a tour of shit we were playing like in each other's like living rooms and dining rooms 20 years ago. It's like, yeah. oh, Pocket Fighter's on here and yes. Puzzle Fighter's on here. And, oh, it's that guy that's in Marvel vs. Capcom 2 that we never, you know, didn't know what Cyberbots was. Uh <laughs> Uh, and Rare Earth is on there too, right? What's up? Is Rare Earth on there too? Red Earth is on there. It's first uh, actual release on a home yeah. console. Oh, you mean Warzard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for someone that might understand Darkstalkers better than me, as someone who likes Darkstalkers, but uh, I only just discovered this minutia, uh, that there is... Uh, these are the arcade releases and they are the, you know, the various incremental releases and that there is no, apparently there is no single version of Darkstalkers in this collection that has every character. Is that correct? I believe so, because I think that was the one on Dreamcast was the only one because that wasn't in arcades, that one that combined. Right. It's got to be Darkstalkers Resurrection, I believe, which was Dreamcast, PSP, and that I is, think that got well, a digital release Darks on. That's Vampire Chronicle for Matching Service is the Dreamcast right. game. Yeah, well, yes. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because, yeah, I guess Darkstalkers 3 doesn't have everybody because there's two other versions that are on this that were released in Japan where they like like one has the same cast as Night Warriors and then the other swaps like three characters for three other characters. Yeah. It's really strange. But my, I get my question was like, are those characters clone characters? Like, are they useless characters anyway? Oh, no. Or are they just no? no? Okay. No. So <laughs> see, that's, ah, that's kind of a bummer for me because I, yeah. I just, you know, that, that, that's, that's sort of, I, I want this collection. I will own it at some point, but I'm not in any hurry knowing that like, mm. it does not include a, a quote unquote definitive Stark, Darkstalkers experience in this package. Mm. Well, it's, I guess this is where you go from like preserving what was there versus adding something you want. Cause it is right. A, a a great archive of the things that are there. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't I would disagree. Prefer it being on there too. 
Yeah, because the that's what it's because the console versions have everybody in them. Yeah. I would prefer that Street Fighter Alpha 3 Max for PSP be included with the huge Street Fighter Anniversary Collection and not just the arcade version, but, you know, you can't get everything you want, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the thing you're really, I think, kind of missing is Donovan. It's Donovan and the boss characters. Oh, okay. You love Donovan, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. So that, that's, yeah, that makes, that's what makes it weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. going to play the shit out of that. It's yeah, just like, yeah. I mean, Dark Stalkers 3 is great in any variation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, if the net code decent, like that was the thing with when I rebought Puzzle Fighter for Xbox 360 for, I feel like I rebought it for something else where like, whenever you tried to play it online, it was like iffy at best. Yeah. Yeah, no, this this has the rollback netcode, which is the netcode that everybody wants in their fighting games and like it does? Twitch. I, I feel like I read it didn't. Yes. No, it does. Oh, it does? All right, good. That's a relief. Yes. Added. Yes, it does. So that's good. And I hope that that will continue forward for Capcom games. Um, what do you guys think of Street Fighter Six? I haven't seen a ton, but it's... I haven't, like, well, that's the thing, is I completely missed five. Yeah. So this is kind of skipping from four to six. It looks like a big jump mm-hmm. in that sense. Well, it's like yeah. going from four to five felt like not a big jump at the time, really. Yeah. Well, see if you agree with me. Something about the way the effects are playing in what I've watched feels like Capcom versus SNK2 more than I ever expected. Okay. Just, Just the way the effects, like, land in the background, there's something tactile about it. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't been able to put my finger on, but it's yeah. the thing it reminded me the most of. Okay. Alright. Which was an appeal, but also I don't know. I'm not as attached to 4 through 6 at this point. Yeah, I just think it looks nice. Uh... Yeah, I think it looks the best of this era. Yeah, like, well it's like I try. I know <laughs> I, I mostly know Street Fighter Five from seeing people complain about it. Um, yeah, I feel like and, and it being like really rough and weird off the bat and then somewhere like like finding its its footing along the way, maybe like two or three years deep on uh, its release, I guess. Um, and, and like maybe being in a good place by the end of the game, but they're also being like netcode issues that they never actually fixed. Um, yeah. And oh, OK, Dave was frozen. Like I'm like, man, he's making uh, a really stern face. Uh, it's like he kept half freezing, so I was just like, that's fine. <laughs> it's like I, I'd started eyeballing him, and he was just like, this is really just... Yeah. And I'm like, is he just really deep in thought? <laughs> like, I'm tr- maybe if I say something that will make him go, hmm. Oh, like... <laughs> yeah. Break out of it. <laughs> I don't... Anyways. Uh, yeah, are we going to kill time or keep going on this one? <laughs> um, I'll probably keep. I'll, I don't know okay. what the fuck happened to him. Uh, yeah, we'll pick it up. But for me, it's like, you know, I tried to... Who texted me? Oh, my God, my kid was... That's cute. Uh, you know, I, I tried to play a decent amount of five, but, like, it just felt like such a pain in the ass to deal Thanks. with. And, like, I, th- I don't have a problem with them doing, like, the free-to-play model uh, in the season passes where it's, you know, I try mm-hmm. to keep remember that it's like back in the 90s it's like yes i will pay 70 dollars for a version of street fighter with four more characters in it every year yeah uh, that's true I, I mean like 
<laughs> I've had to just acknowledge that this is a model that works for people younger than me that are the core demographic. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't I don't love it, but it is what it is. Yeah, well, just, I just have to get over the idea of like, oh, I need to, uh, you know, just drop 30, 40 bucks into this game to keep all the characters current. But the problem is I'm just like, well, at that point, I really probably aren't i'm not still playing it so i don't really feel like it but then i i want to try some of these new characters and then it's like ah some version of it will come out then if i just keep waiting there will be the version that has everything on it yeah Uh, well that's what i've done with guilty gear and and blast blue and i don't really have a modern version of either of those because i always mm -hmm. wait so well at least the like the 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 end point versions of blaze blue uh are like Generally, you can find them cheap enough these days. Yeah, people didn't like it as much, so I'm going to do that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I think I liked it more than most people at the time. I, I enjoyed it at the time, but it was just, it was yeah. that sequelitis that, yeah, pardon, just, yeah. But I am excited for a fresh start with Street Fighter, and all the people yeah. I follow that are into Street Fighter seem very excited about it and like the mechanics of it and how it looks. Uh, I was yeah. excited because I saw that the characters can make goofy faces at each other while you're waiting for yes. the round to load, like in Soul Calibur 2. Uh, that mm. means a lot to me, personally. Uh, so, that's exciting to me. A, a custom character thing, right? Did I see that? No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe there's some kind of dress-up thing, but I don't think so. I know it has, like, a adventure mode where you can explore Metro City. Ooh, uh, <laughs> see, that's a like to me. Yeah. One point of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be there. Fuck, sorry. It's my internet, says Dave. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm interested in that, even though it's, yeah. like, still a year away. Uh, yeah, well, I'm trying to think of things that were, like, in the, the E3 window of announcements. Oh, there was so I mean, like, I mean, for me, because mm. I never played Persona 3 and 4 portables. Mm-hmm. I am super excited for that. Yeah. yeah. P3P and Golden. Yeah. Yes, I will buy those right away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't played Golden. Uh, I played most half of Portable, I think. But I, I, I mean, Golden came out on PC. Portable has come out on nothing. So I, oh, it, it's yeah. just, I don't know. It's just cool to me that those, you know, all the people that got into Persona with 5 now can play the, now they can play the good one. <laughs> I hate being that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked five, but that's still true. <laughs> like, they're still the better ones. Uh, he's resetting his router. Okay, yeah, he's going to be about five minutes. Dave might be. So we'll just keep blabbing about that. Yeah, I mean, more Persona is always good. Though I'm still looking for that Persona. For a, a, a Persona 6 announcement, just just give it to me so I know. Even though I know you're working on it. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to feel about soul hackers 2 at this point yeah um i i mean obviously talk about that first soul hackers but it feels kind of removed it feels like the uh the tokyo mirage team which Mm. i like tokyo mirage for what i've played of it but it's i kind of like it in a weird b-movie kind of sense Mm -hmm. i'm not like laughing at it but it's it's a different experience i guess yeah And there's a lot of RPGs always coming out all the time. <laughs> so many, so 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 many, so, so many so I haven't many. played. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, well, if we're wait, I don't think Dave has much to say on Thirteen Sentinels at this point. No, probably not. Nope. Okay. Well, that's I haven't gotten to play 
a ton, ton, mm-hmm. but I'm really enjoying what I have played so mm-hmm. far. Which, uh, which I did have a moment where I went, oh, those motherfuckers tricked me into playing an RTS. I thought it was uh, no. uh, a more turn-based. Yeah. Well, once I once I got, I mean, I'm still like at the tail end of the tutorial. It's just a long tutorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once once I played the battle system a little more, I'm like, it's it's real time, but it doesn't really feel it. As yeah, because you're right now. Yeah, well, it it still stops when a turn comes up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's giving me enough. It's not giving me like that tower defense anxiety. Yeah, it's, it's it's turn-based except stuff happens actively while you're waiting for your turn. Like, I don't yeah. feel like it gets really difficult until towards the end. Um, and most people, <laughs> it feels like every, most people I know that play that game just kind of decide to put the the combat part to easy. Uh, ah, <laughs> and, okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah, I might end up doing that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you don't miss out on anything by doing that, not in terms of achievements or anything. So it's totally fine. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, the interface is so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the general vibe of it so far. So yeah, I still think about that game a lot. Uh, and there's <laughs> there really comes a point, kind of in the stories, like kind of once you get over that lump of like the tutorial and like introducing all the characters and like yeah, yeah. Once, it's a little overwhelming, but I'm fine. Yeah, like kind of once you get past those like first I don't know how many hours that aren't you know completely unentertaining, but like it really starts to pick up when you're just like you're getting a revelation at the end of every chapter, and you're like, oh my god, I have to see what's going to happen next. Holy shit! Uh, Yeah, sorry about that. The scenes, good, Mm -hmm. no problem. You're back, Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked about Street Fighter, and now we're talking about Thirteen Sentinels. Uh, Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, then I will hit record in one, two, three. And we had a little glitch there. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot that Dave uh, is oh, recording Dave this for the podcast. I'm the one recording it for the podcast. So you okay, guys continue so to talk about it live. You just had a great conversation about Street Fighter and a little bit about 13 Sentinels. Um, um. Now on Switch. <laughs> oh, well. All exclusive to the live version, I guess. Unless <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. Dave, I, I can send live. you the file so you can pull it out. Yeah, oh, Anybody in there? Okay. Yeah, we could rip could. the audio from that live stream and I'll just insert it. We could do that. That's a thing that could be we'll done. We'll try it. See All what right. happens. All right. We'll see what um, happens. Cool. Well, then we can just move right on. Yeah. 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 13 Sentinels good. I'm enjoying 13 Sentinels yeah. good. Dave, was there anything in the past month of announcements that caught your eye? Uh, honestly, um, yes. I mean, a lot of the stuff that's coming to that got confirmed that it's coming to Switch, like uh, near Automata and uh, all yeah. the personas, um, that's just kind of a sigh of relief. Like, oh, thank goodness. Like, those are actually now I happening. Finally, played near. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, near is so fucking good. <laughs> that's or I've listened to a lot. <laughs> I've been sort of eyeing the uh, the new tiers of PlayStation Plus with a detached curiosity. Uh, I have no real intention of upgrading. Yeah. To the more expensive tiers. Um, although I am unmoved. I'm well, there is one thing in particular that now has my uh, I think is cool that people can access. And it's only because in the last month I did finally successfully hack my PlayStation Vita. And 
uh, I, I got it running. I got, and it honestly, it's really cool. It can do a lot of cool stuff. I can finally access to a lot of games that I own, but just really didn't have a good, easy, convenient way to, to play on a TV. Uh, this is the best way to play PlayStation games accurately on a TV. Um, and one of those games is Ridge, the PSP game Ridge Racer 2, which is a game that has every track from Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Revolution, Rage Racer, R4, and the arcade-only Rave Racer. Like, this is the one place you can get the classic Ridge Racer, all the classic Ridge Racer tracks remade in widescreen in the new Ridge Racer engine, which is a little easier to drift and has a boost mechanic and is a really good engine and is really fun. Um, it's essentially like it's 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 R4. It, I mean, it's not R4. You can't upgrade your car and everything, but um, <laughs> it's really, it really cool. It was response, this whole Ridge Racer. Like, I hacked the thing so I could play Ridge Racer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hacked the thing so I could play Ridge Racer. Um, it yeah. can do a lot. And, and so Ridge Racer 2 never got a U.S. release. It was released in Europe and Japan. Uh, ah. and, and that's because it had... It was considered an incremental upgrade from the original PSP Ridge Racer, which people really liked. Everyone agreed was a great installment in the series, uh, but this just had more tracks from those other older Ridge Racer games. And people were like, okay, but it's not that different. So they didn't even release it in North America. It is, though, the best version of Ridge Racer. Like, it is kind of the definitive classic Ridge Racer. Um, so I'm thrilled that I have it now, and I'm delighted to play it. But now I also really want to play it at a higher resolution. So I, I, I'm playing the actual... It runs perfectly because it is actual hardware, of course. Um, but I also wish that it upscaled the resolution because it is... It's, 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 there's no anti-aliasing. It's, it's, uh, the, the, those lines are jaggies. Jaggies everywhere. Um, Speaking of jaggies, yeah. Dave, you're, pr you're pretty jaggy right now. Am I? Am I, I pretty... Oh, Jesus. I yeah. just Did rebooted you're... my router. There's no excuse for me being. Thanks, Spectrum. Yeah. Um, am I, video wise, am I jaggy or is the audio poor Both. as well? Both. Fantastic. The, the... <laughs> the audio is horrific. All right. Uh, I mean, it's, it's... it's captured perfectly on my end because I'm recording locally, but uh, oh, okay. I guess not, not great for the stream. Um, yeah. So I know that this game, Ridge Racer 2, this PSP game, is part of the you know, whatever the tiers are called on PlayStation Plus. So I think it's really, really cool that North American players can now enjoy this game legally up at an upscaled yeah. resolution. Um, that is cool. Yeah, uh, despite the fact that apparently in other areas, emulation is not great in mm. the PlayStation Plus uh, uh, tiers. As, again, as John Lineman of Digital Foundry truly doing God's work, has delineated in, in great detail. Uh, but a hacked Vita TV is a really, really cool thing to have. Uh, I haven't even scratched the surface of what it can do because it's harder to get stuff onto it than onto a real Vita. Um, because a real Vita, you can just connect it to your PC with a USB to micro USB cable. Um, but this doesn't have a micro USB. You need a full-size USB to full-size USB which is not something I own. <laughs> it's a very specific kind of USB cable. Um, so, but, but anyway, uh, it's a lot of fun and I have a lot of extra 
PlayStation Vita SD to Vita adapters just in case it breaks again. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's that's. Uh, but but new announcements. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything. What's 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 off the top of your head there? But again, oh, there wasn't uh, much between the two of us, really. Okay. Like I mean, like there was, there was a like in the indie showcase. There's like plenty of good good yeah. stuff. Like remembering names is hard, but there was the pretty one in the snow that I really <laughs> like the animations. I think it was Blanc. Blank, blank. Yes. Is, is yes, that the new right. one by Simogo from the creators no. of Sayonara Wild Hearts? No, I think that was something else, but I ah. did catch that too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I that's, that's an instant oh. buy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did we they're talk about Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. That's them. Yeah. That's them. Okay. Yeah, that was much yeah. better title Blank. I must yeah. say. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I will be getting that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Doing, I guess skate. Story. I was already interested in it, but yeah. Y'all see that trailer for Skate Story? Cause I love that shit. No. That was the one from Devolver. Uh, that is, it's a skateboarding game where you're a demon made of glass and pain. <laughs> uh, the sound design looks sick. It, it's just like every everything that hits is just like booming in a in a very specific way that looks very satisfying. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that is next year. Yeah, I don't know when release dates are for any of this stuff, but yeah. Well, unfortunately, yeah, both those games are 2023. Right. Laurel. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for Nintendo so, to inevitably have whatever August Nintendo Direct they're going to have, where they will finally announce the Metroid Prime uh, ports. Something to come out at the end of this year. Something, anything to come out at the end of this well, year. I guess that's not fair because they have Pokemon coming out, so they're set. Uh, like that yeah, is. Yeah. I cannot forget that. I cannot forget that. I am not allowed to forget that. Yeah, you're not going to forget um, that. Don't worry about it. You can you can stop worrying about it because you're not going to forget that. There's just so much stuff on Switch for me to catch up on. Like, it, it really has turned into, like, the PS2 library of catch up. Yeah, I'm kind of fine with it being alone. That's fine. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's talk about the real portable sensation. Yeah. Mine's over on the table. I got oh, it. Oh, man. Uh, I'll walk uh, over. That's cool, care. you guys. So, do yeah. we have the same games, Tim? Um, I now have. Oh shit! Well, spoiler. There's a. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> there's time travel adventure. No. So, what yeah. you For our with? audio listeners, they're talking about their play dates. The play yes. date, the new bespoke, uh, independently produced uh, yeah. handheld system, yeah. with a highly curated selection is, of games. Yeah, it's this little yellow. Uh, little portable it like fits in my hand like that you can see um boop, boop. there's white white or wipe out there's casual birder <laughs> casual, <laughs> casual birder casual birder oh bur okay we do have the same games well but i will see okay so here's the thing and, and how it works for those at home is that like when you turn it on and sync up your account that becomes your 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 game day so on Monday, I got two more games. Hey, I'm a Monday, too. <laughs> well, you are a Monday. Oh, okay. So okay. next, so you're going to be a week behind me. Uh, ah, well, I just got uh, Future this week. Cranky's Future. Future Past. Oh, the time, time travel past. adventure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you do have it. Oh, okay. So I no, we are. I oh, just okay. got that Monday. So. Oh, okay. Oh, so we do get the games at the same time. Okay, I thought it was the day. It must be just the week. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> great. I, I will, you know, like, I definitely 
uh, was enjoying, but I think Time Travel Adventures is the one that needs to be on the system for everybody. <laughs> yes, that, that was, was my point. thought today. I'm like, that should have been like a week one game. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, I don't know how much of casual murder you've played. Um, I, I, a little bit. I, like, yeah. I need to go find the flash for the camera or whatever. That's what oh, okay. Yeah, that's it, so casual birder is an adventure game uh, based around uh, bird watching and taking pictures of birds where like you use the crank to focus your camera on taking pictures of birds. But there's like a whole like goofy storyline going on with, you know, in this town with this bird photography competition and, and shit, but because you know, not, it's, it's, it cannot be too serious. Like this is not a hardcore bird watching sim. It's casual birding. Casual. I, mean, I assume this is for casuals, <laughs> but there's that. And, uh, the other week one game was whitewater wipeout, which is a, just like a surfing, uh, uh, how good are you at that game? So I'm getting better. Uh, <laughs> I got a score. Well, currently my rank on the global leaderboards is 2,500, I think. Uh, I got a score of like 5,000 something today. Jesus. I, 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 I can't get above 110. It's it's tricky. Yeah. Uh, it took me, uh, like, I was definitely in the same boat as you. Uh, <laughs> like when I, I first, yeah, I was like, Where's the game fact for my Playdate game? <laughs> yeah, it's just like you. <clears throat> that game is is control. So like, um, you it's use the crank. Like yeah. you're, you're surfing, and you're trying to launch off the wave. And when you get in the air, you use the crank to rotate your your surfboard, and you're just doing like 360 tricks, uh, spinning around. But you don't it's, have a lot of hang time the first jump. Generally. No. Yeah, so, like, you have to build up a bit of momentum. <laughs> like, you have to do, like, a couple, like, just, like, a regular, like, little 360, and then you start to build up momentum by, like, like if you ride down the wave and then back up, and if you hold up on the D-pad, you'll get more air, and if you yeah, hold left or right when you rotate, you will rotate faster. So I've been able to land, like, some triple 360s, uh, and that's where the points really skyrocket, but it is it is tricky. Like, it's it's a game where... SSX you know, I, tricky? Uh, I keep, you know, I'll pick up my play date and I'm like, okay, I want to play something for like three minutes. I'm going to do a few rounds of whitewater wipeout. And gradually I am getting a better feel for rotating the board and I am landing better tricks and my score is gradually going up and up and up. Uh, but yeah, it's like, if you land like one double 360, that's automatically like 2000 fucking points. So like it, okay, it goes up quickly. Uh, yeah. yeah time travel adventure is, is a game that they kind of, I feel like it was something they talked about is like, this is a weird thing you can do with the system where like yeah. you, yeah, you turn the crank to move time forward and backward mm. uh, as, as you are a robot who is perpetually late for his dates with his lady friend. Uh, and you are trying to avoid like butterflies and mobile turds and wild pigs and shit on the way there. Uh, it's the closest to a WarioWare game, which is kind of what I expected out of these experiences. Yeah. Mm. I would yeah. say. And it's, yeah, it's just fun because you're always late and your lady friend will hit you with a Hadouken fireball or kick you square <laughs> in the fucking nuts. And you can sit there with the crank and move it forward and back and just have him keep getting kicked in right, <laughs> right in Yambag City. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely the game that I use to show coworkers that were interested. Yeah. Like, if I was going to show any of them. Um, and the only, just to test out the shop, because I didn't, like even even the games that are like 
you know, you could buy this for free, but suggested price, I would want to give money. But the only one that was free free was Kiki's animation that I saw. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, but Kiki is an artist that's oh. does a lot of like very fluid gifts off mm-hmm. of the ESI shop. Uh, has a very specific look, but just loaded up a bunch of those gifts on there. So Ooh. I'm just like, cool, I'll try that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple other things I have my eye on because you can just like buy games off of Itch.io and sideload them straight onto your Playdate. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Yeah, I did not yeah. know that. Yep. Yeah, so there, there's a few people out there that have made some games for it, and yeah, you could just yeah. summer name. I, I want to buy the uh, the solar system one that I saw. It's not really a game. You could just it's a model of the solar system. You can just rotate it to see like where like. the planets are in the solar system. I, there's a date planner that I might yep. buy, like. If if they sync that to Google Calendar, <laughs> that's what I want. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing is like there's a lot of games for a variety of prices. Uh, Playdate has a very good string of uh, games on their Twitter too, just to like their recommendations. Yeah, that's what I keep looking at. Uh, but you know, a- as it is, like basically, you know, two two games unlock every Monday. Um, yep. So. For 12. Um, question mark yeah i think it's 12 weeks there's 24 games in the first season so you know i'm good on new games popping onto this thing for a few months uh and it's just it's a cool little toy really uh Mm -hmm. and i've had a lot of fun with it and yeah the screen looks great i think the animations like for some of the games look really fantastic music's Um, like i really like the sound chip and the speaker mm -hmm. um i am looking forward to much much like the Switch, uh, they promised the Bluetooth and haven't uh, activated it yet. But when you ah. actually get the Bluetooth headphones with it, it'll be nice. But at least, I mean, it has a regular jack, so that's... Yeah. I just have to remember those headphones at some point. Yeah, the controls are just like a cross pad, two buttons, uh, and a crank. Yep. <laughs> that's all you and need. It's, mm-hmm. and so it's... it's yeah. It, it's perfect for me at work too of just like when i'm doing video editing and like something's loading for a second i'm just like okay well i can uh, pick the, I, I it serves the purpose of what people use mobile games for uh, mm-hmm. in an interface that i enjoy way more yeah. and doesn't use your data <laughs> doesn't use data yeah i uh it's yeah. cool i really like it and 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 you know i can't put a switch in my pocket but yep. i can put i have pop this in my pocket like you know i went to get an oil change today and i had like some other things to do in the area but by the you know mm-hmm. at a certain point i just sat down and i'm like well uh here's my play date i gotta kill a, f- a few minutes it's with yeah. me it's not it's it's awesome i like it <laughs> i'm excited for more too because yeah. especially with just getting a uh, time travel adventures it's, it does feel like it's just starting to mm-hmm. pop yeah it's down the road yeah Oh yeah, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad our schedules are synced up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I did not know that it was going to be an open system. I guess I I kind of was under the impression that the only games you'd be able to play would be the games that came through this. You know, the 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 subscription. Uh, so I'm I'm oh. cheered yeah. to hear that anyone can make a game for this and just sell it on itch.io. That's that that's great. They've been... They've been very uh, good about like like I messed around with because they put their their software pulp uh, up like uh, just they're like, hey, if you want to mess around and make a game, you know, like, yeah. oh, cool. There's that kit that's more detailed. Yeah, their course. SDK is totally open and available. 
Yeah, awesome. it's just right there. So anyone can make a game. That's great. As it yeah. should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please, please make games. <laughs> what a play, <laughs> I want to make games. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have game-wise. Yeah, same. Too, pretty much. And hey, it's after 10, so we're... Yeah. <laughs> we've run over the time. <laughs> Look at us. We're so consistent. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Triple Radio. Thanks right. for your listening and or watching. If you did that bit. And or the both. And or the both. Yeah. I feel like I and forgot that people were watching many, many times. It's and okay. Not many people it. were. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I think yeah, I had what? my browser up in front of the uh, the screen at a couple points, too. I didn't even realize because <laughs> I just captured the window here. So, Like, we should set up a system if people are, like, talking where we respond to them at some point. But I don't think they have been. No, there was not much. There, there was stuff in the chat last time, but not as much this time. So. All right. Hey, that's how it goes sometimes. NBD. We were so interesting yeah. that the people just wanted to sit and listen to our thoughts and our opinions. Yeah. Take heed, people. You have been watching our flag mean stuff. <laughs> good show. Man, bird guy killed me. Bird guy is the best. Oh, he's great. He is fantastic. Okay. All right, that's it. We've been uh, all night. We'll see you next yep. month. Good night, everybody. Yeah.